0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode.
1: I've got visions in my head.
0: People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly, it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that i out. I tell them I'm not like the
1: rest of This episode is brought to you by Base. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we have the founder of Base on. Her name is Lola. She is so fascinating. I love her for a few different reasons. One, I think Base is amazing. I'm going to get to that in a second. And two, she has truly taken the road less traveled. There is nothing that I love more than someone who is not confined to maybe their college major or what they think they should do or what they thought they should do. She has really taken a totally different turn almost in her career. And I think it's been so incredible. She is the founder of Base. Base pairs at home lab testing with an AI driven health app. So no longer do you have to rely on a doctor or a nutritionist to facilitate your blood work or to check your hormone vitamin nutrient levels with like all the deficiencies now you can do it at home it's also a lot more affordable which is really helpful if you guys are feeling like sluggish just bloated have a lot of brain fog feeling like you've never truly rested cannot recommend this enough i've actually been going through this health journey in recent years my mom went through this as well. And I wish that I would have had base earlier because now that I've done it, when I open the base app, it is like literally the coolest thing ever guys. I have a tab for my results and it's showing me all of my like diet deficiencies tests. It shows the cholesterol and lipids test, thyroid and hormones test, sugar and inflammation, helps so much with brain fog. Just feeling like you're not fully there and not like at your optimal like health, not in a vanity way or anything like that, but more so just like taking care of yourself, right? So you guys can use code I love you at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Visit getbase.com slash I love you and use code I love you for 20% off your first purchase. Not sure where to start, take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. In today's episode, we're talking about everything though, from bloating to brain fog, to alcohol to just like overall health. I think you guys are really going to enjoy. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello. I am so excited to have you on the show today. One, to talk all things health. And then two, to talk about changing your career path and just kind of your trajectory. We have a lot of people in their 20s who listen to this podcast. And I feel like even in college, you feel locked into your major, let alone like in your 20s, 30s, whatever age it is, feeling locked into your career path. So
0: I would love to hear a little bit more about your career journey. Yeah, certainly. So the first thing that I would say is, well, I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. But the first thing that I I will say is that don't be scared. It's never too late. It really, it's it's never too late. Because for me personally, I am originally from Spain and I went to med school there. And when I was doing my first year of med school, you know, you feel like it's not for you. And in this case, it was not that I was squamish or anything like that. I just felt like not motivated. Right. And I remember having this fear of, you know, I've already come this far. Am I going to change now? And I wanted to do something totally different that was engineering. And at the time, because girls also don't go into engineering, right? It was like weird. And a lot of people told me that I was going to fail. So like, just don't bother. And I, it was just my mom that was supportive. Like, you know, no matter what you choose, you know, you have to go with your intuition when it comes to these kind of decisions and it is okay. You can always go back. You are still young. Right. And I did that career change. And when I was in college, same thing, I just wanted to stay in Spain and eventually, because I had a partner there and uh, I had a great support system, friends, so forth. I came to the U.S. to do a master's in machine learning in AI. And I, as an engineer, and in this case, our engineer, I saw the opportunity to work in big tech because like, that's definitely the U.S. is the country for that. And th- This was about 10 years ago. And I remember... Same thing, kind of, you know, I came here for just one year, finished my master's, go back to Spain. And it just, it it turns out that I ended up giving Big Tech a try and I went to work for Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, so forth. And I feel so lucky and grateful because, you know, looking back, you know, as Steve Jobs said, you can only connect the dots. Looking Mm -hmm. back, I was happy that I gave it a try. Because literally everyone told me that I was going to fail. And I don't know if this is because I, you know, I was a party girl back (laughs) then, right? Like I I like to have fun and engineering have this, you know, people have this belief that in order to do something that is hard, you need to have a certain personality. And it was not the case. I'm glad I took the risk because sometimes, you know, when you're young and if you can one way or the other afford it, it's definitely the right choice to go with your intuition and gut. And then even when I was working in big tech, I got really lucky because engineers in big tech make a lot of money. And then, you know, I was there and I was working at Instagram at the time and I started experiencing chronic fatigue and brain fog. And it was day after day after day. I was 26, 27 at the time. So I'm like, hold on. Like, why am I so tired? Like I'm still, you know, in my twenties, I'm still young. What's going on? And you go to Dr. Google and you know, why Mm -hmm. am I tired? You start to get so much like generic advice or, you know, things that don't make sense. And I tried the keto diet back then and the keto diet, this was early 2017. So it sounded like ideal. You eat fats Cheese, avocados, bacon. Yeah. Uh, when I think keto, I think a lot of bacon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. That's what people think about. So I started doing the diet and three months later, I felt even worse. And I was so desperate. I didn't know what else to do. But that medical background is going to come back because what I did was to call my friends from med school that were doctors at the time. And we put together a list of lab work that I was going to go get down here got to the doctor, took me forever to get that list of lab work to get approved because I was just tired and the doctor was like, you're not sick, just go home. And the lab results was a aha moment for me because I saw that that chronic fatigue and brain fog was rooted in severe deficiencies in vitamin B12 and folate, which I would have never pictured. But to that bacon comment, all bacon comment, that raised my LDL, my cholesterol, which caused hormonal imbalances. So my thyroid got altered. So that's why it was even more tired. You know, at the beginning I did lose some weight, but then I started to, you know, gain that weight back. And it was because, you know, you're not eating the right fats with a, with a keto diet. And at the time I had such a comfortable job nine to five, like you get paid, I don't know, like 300, $400,000 a year. Like it was, it's it's ridiculous, like how much people get paid in big tech. And then I decided to quit my job and go work at the startup industry, which you don't get paid, not even like nearly 30% of that. Quit all of my benefits and perks because I felt really passionate about Developing all of these technology tools that I developed at Amazon, Facebook, Instagram for people to shop more, to be more on their phones, and all of that. But I saw that we were not developing the same products and tools for your health and wellness. So people are still out there wondering why am I tired? How the hell do I go about losing weight? What do I buy on the grocery market? Right? Like, what are the foods that are right for me or that are, that actually I should stay away from? And I decided to again quit my comfy life to go do this thing that today's call base, but that was about four years ago. In between, I, I went to work for other startups doing the health and wellness industry. And that's, you know, like to today, I would say that it's definitely the right decision. And I am feeling so grateful that I have the opportunity to do so, but. At the end of the day, it's really about going with your gut. You talk about following your intuition.
1: What are p- ways that people can like practically do that?
0: Well, I'll tell you this. When I was about to start my company, Base, and I was working at this other startup, and at the time, actually, I just quit because I didn't see the path forward there, but... I was talking to my my coach and ther- slash therapist, and he said something to me that resonated because I was looking, I was doing a lot of research on like what other places I could go work for and I had a spreadsheet and pros and cons. And I was like, maybe I'll go do this. Maybe I'll go do that. And I was just constantly searching and being stressed about it. And he said something along the lines of, you know, sometimes humans, we tend to make life decisions out of a spreadsheet And then out of researching a lot and we exhaust ourselves to a point that you're like, okay, this one. Because, you know, like non resonate. So I'm going to expand my options and I'm going to just pick one. And he said something along the lines of why don't you spend three to five days working out more, meditating more, listening. And my way of meditating is listening to music in bed, right? Like just regular music. Mm -hmm. So he said, listening to music more with the lights off. Relax, try to not overwork yourself and stop researching for a little bit and let the decision come to you. And I thought that that was the biggest piece of BS that he ever told me. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to just give this a try because why not take three, five days off of this job search? And I was coming out of Equinox one day and I saw out of the corner, I was rushing to like, you know, go back to work and other projects. And I saw this Joe and the Jews in the corner and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to stop there. and just going to have an shake because I'm feeling oh God, like... I a- love I love from Joe and the Jews. Mm-hmm. And no
1: one, everyone thinks they sound disgusting and
0: they do sound gross, but they're really good. Exactly. Anyways, yeah. So sat down and I kept thinking about this thing where I'm like, I just, I just, I'm so frustrated that people just don't know what to eat. And like, I, cause at that point I saw the light, like I, cause I continued to do lab testing to starting to understand my weight loss journey and understand you know, that there are certain things that I thought that were good for me, like fruit, but then having three to five pieces of fruit a day definitely is not good because my trigly- like my sugar and fats became mm-hmm. imbalanced. So I learned so many things related to weight loss, hormonal acne, and a few other things that I just wanted to bring that to the world for other people to experiment that. And that's, that's when it clicked because I saw other companies like Mother Fertility, for example, that... They do lab testing for people to understand their hormones related to fertility. And they do this with a home test mm-hmm. kit or you can go to a Quest Diagnostics. So that was one of the companies that I was thinking about going yeah. to work for. But then I was like, I'm not really passionate about the fertility space at this point in my life. But then the way they were doing the lab data thing resonated a ton. And that's when I had the idea. I'm like, I'm going to go and start a company to do this. And it's funny because of course I call my therapist coach and I'm like, you're not going to believe this, but I'm going to go do this. And he was so supportive. He's like, see, and now, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I totally, the moment I had the idea and knew this was going to be the thing that I was going to do. So I would say that it was a combination of, of course, researching, like what's out there, having conversations with people, but combining that with... Some downtime to let you process all of that information and open up for that intuition and that right decision making process to come up. Because when you're researching, you cannot, right, like actually come up with, with. The path for yourself. you like
1: filling your head with other people's voices almost.
0: Exactly. So it's yeah. just kind of that combination of researching, having conversations, but also allowing for, you know, whatever you do to relax, whether that's, you know, working out, swimming in my case, or listening to music and, you know, a, a good combination of all of those things.
1: You said now you know it was the right decision. I feel like once you step out and you decide this is what I'm gonna do, a lot of the time people just expect it to be like all like sunshine and rainbows have you had moments since starting where you've either doubted or been like oh my god I don't know if I'm on the right path or this is too much for me like have you had
0: any of those moments tons but I would say this there is a difference in between so when I had the idea I knew but I was still scared There is this fear, you know, like, and you feel in your body, like, in your chest, and you're like, your stomach. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh my god, like, what I'm about to do. I'm just about to go with no salary. Like, put like chunk of uh, a chunk of my savings into this thing, and and it's just really hard, you know, like the odds are against you when you're building a company. Ninety-five percent of a startup fails, right? Like. Yeah. I, I was definitely scared. The, the stats are not great. Yeah. <laughs> stats are not great. Um, I've had so many dark moments, like dark, dark, dark. But still, I think that every time, personally now, and this is more like related to my personal journey, like this is the case when you are in a mission driven job. Uh-huh. For me, every time that we... See a comment in, you know, our member care through our member care messaging team about, Hey, this person, you know, lost X many pounds or like was desperate for three or four years trying to figure out why they were tired. No doctor was listening to them. And then they came to base and then they figure out that they had like some kind of, you know, hormonal issue or pre diabetes or and like really severe anemia or whatever. And they are finally, they feel heard. Like every time that I listen to those stories, I feel just so happy. And of course, now it's a little bit easier because we are growing. We're an established company. We have between about 20 full-time employees, but 30 wow. with contractors, and, and we continue to grow. So I think at this point... It's a little bit different, but still you have dark times, right? Because we are a venture-backed company, so like that means that we need to grow, 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 like about 2 to 3x every year, and that's very ambitious, right? And you have to continue to perfect the product really quickly and fine-tune everything and create a delightful experience with very little resources. So it's still really hard, and there are always fires that come your way, but I would say now it's a little bit better the first to two years. And of course you know, right again, even though, you know, you still may feel scared, but it's different because it's not like, oh, I think I'm going to go do this. It's like, I'm going to do this, but holy moly, like that's, it's scary. So that's, that's how I felt.
1: The thing too, that I think is so cool about BASE and similar with Modern Fertility, if you guys are unaware, they're actually, we're going to sponsor this podcast as well, but they do like at home fertility things, right? So that and also like lab testing in general is so expensive and it's really not accessible, not monofertility. I mean like fertility treatments. So what's cool about base and monofertility in general is that it's more accessible and it's more affordable. Like it sounds even stupid saying more affordable because it's nowhere near what it would be going in. And then also I've gone and got my labs done. I've got my whole family has gone through this. It's so hard to find doctors that will actually take you seriously when you don't have like a disease that they can put like a name on or something like a little bit more drastic, like you were saying, oh, I'm tired. They ignore you. So that's what's so cool about like things that are making like base, that's making it like more accessible to other people and also like more affordable. Like you were saying, like, I wish I could tell the whole world and they would understand this, like the, what you were getting from like your friends who are doctors, but it just makes it more accessible, which is cool.
0: Yeah. And actually, like in our case, that's a really good point because affordability and accessibility is one of the main things that people like about BASE. Because if you think about it, most of our consumers come to us because they are either super tired, and fatigued. They feel like they have some kind of hormonal imbalance that's causing any, you know, and we we just talked about Mm -hmm. PCOS too. Or, like, weight loss, digestive issues, so forth. And they come to us because they, what they want is that personalized nutritional and coaching plans. Like, okay, tell me what to eat. We also give people recommendations of products at Amazon. So, the brands that we really, really like, our scientific board has actually vetted them. And when you get your nutritional plan, you also get your grocery list. And things that we recommend that, you, that that you buy that we are, by the way, not making a, a revenue or profit from. But the thing here is that if you think about it, traditionally people would go to either a nutritionist, which again you also would not go typically because that's expensive and yeah. you know not accessible. You have to make an appointment. And what nutritionist do I go to? But anyhow, what we are doing is effectively taking a lot of like data that is out there related to correlation on how, I don't know, walnuts or an excessive fruit is correlated with certain levels, right? We cross match all of those uh, interventions or the evidence that is out there for certain foods and, and behavioral changes with your results. And based on whatever goal you have, right, we have that supervised by doctors and We are effectively, with technology, creating this nutritional and lifestyle plan, which is more accurate and effective than going to, you know, a one-on-one service because we are combining the data and knowledge of a lot of functional medicine doctors and nutritionists to verify all of the pathways, right? But not only that, but we are doing this based on your actual data, like whatever hormone or nutrient or vitamin that is of, and we are optimizing for that to fix that for you to get to your goal. So I think because we're using technology at the end of the day, it's an algorithm, we are able to offer this for free. Like you you come in and then you have to pay for the test because that, of course, we have to pay the labs, Quest Diagnostics and and other labs that we partner with. But then the plan that you get, you get it for free, like with a, you know, complimentary for the test purchase. So people really like that because it's like an accessible way to get this plan. And it's also in your app,
1: it's so much easier than having to go somewhere.
0: Yeah. And that's like my background, again, from, you know, having have worked at Instagram or Amazon, I'm, I'm used to designing products that are really easy and convenient. And that's what we are constantly thinking about. It's one of our values, right? As we are designing the product.
1: Is there something with like maybe weight loss specifically that people will go in and then they like something that we're taught maybe is super healthy or wouldn't be an issue. And then after testing, people are realizing like, oh, maybe that's been my issue.
0: Yeah, there are a couple of things or stories that are super common. One of them are people that are doing certain other weight loss programs or just simply eating less. And they come to us being like, I just, you know, or either I lost a few pounds, but then I gained them real quickly or, you know, like I just, I'm not, losing more weight and I want to continue my journey or people that are more obese, that that's also a problem. But what happens is when we look into their hormones and nutrient and vitamin levels, their testosterone and DHEA are pretty low. And yeah, women also have testosterone, by the way. So these two hormones that I've mentioned are what we call the fat burning hormones. So these two hormones are in charge of burning fat regularly as, as you go about your day what happens is when you start to restrict your bodies from calories, your body picks up on it and it's like, okay, I need to go into reserve mode, reserve energy mode. And the these two hormones help you lose fat. The levels drop, effectively preventing you from burning fat and not losing weight. Now, by incorporating little things like avocado oil or coconut oil, although coconut oil would depend too on other levels, but avocado oil or regular olive oil... A little bit of nuts, if you're not eating any, help us get that testosterone and DHEA higher to a higher levels for your body to start burning fat without, you know, raising your calorie intake a ton. And that's when we see people going back to seeing success and, you know, seeing this very well-balanced diet from a levels perspective. The other one, so that's number one. The other one would be people that have too much carbs and, and sugar, but they do not realize this and their inflammation is high. So, these people, what we would see a ton about is basically their what we call HbA1c is high and triglycerides. A lot of times, this is driven by an excess of fruit or carbs intake in the morning. You know, like I know that there are certain things that have a good reputation because they are good, but not in excess, like, you know, smoothie that they pack a ton of carb-heavy items there and then you don't even realize it. Even myself up until this point, I'm still making the mistake of having two smoothies a day and then Mm -hmm. I start to see my levels go up and I'm like, okay, I have to de-escalate my smoothie intake routine. But long story short, that's another big one too that we are seeing that people do not realize it, but these things or these type of carbs, whether they are good carbs in excess, they raise your triglycerides and also they raise your hormone that is called leptin, that is the hormone that makes you hungry. And then you, you know, you want to eat more. So then you start to increase your calorie, daily calorie intake and also gain weight. So that's another common one to summarize it, or either you have some hormonal stuff going on or your fats and sugars are not properly balanced. Like those two pathways are super common. And then you have some long tail things like, you know, severe anemia or vitamin deficiency that gets you to be really tired or like, you know, don't have energy. So then you're not burning enough calories. That could be another one and and a couple of other things like hypo or hyperthyroidism. What is leading to chronic fatigue? So for chronic fatigue, what we see is in addition to vitamin D deficiency, because we all are vitamin D deficient, like 80% of people, we do see a ton of anemia for menstruating women so, you know, women um, between the, their 20s and their 40s, they tend to have iron deficiency. And then you would get really, really tired. Then you would also have the, uh, as I mentioned, if your sugars are not properly balanced or you have some like history of diabetes in your family, you may not have diabetes, but you may have pre-diabetes. I have pre-diabetes because I had a ton of Diet Coke growing up when I was a teenager. And then that basically made me had some pre-diabetes, which by the way is great because you can revert, like I reverted that, those levels. And then I stopped having that much fatigue and brain fog and so forth. And I still have some diet coke here and there, but maybe, you know, a can, can or two a week. Yeah. So that's another common theme. And then watch out for, because I mentioned hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's disease. That's, mm-hmm. that's another good one. And PCOS is hormonal imbalance is another, another one that we see a lot of. And then there's parents have something that we call adrenal fatigue that that's when their cortisol levels go very like low, which is also bad. And that's when you wake up and you're super tired. The other one. Okay. Last one. Do you take melatonin?
1: No, but I stopped. I was taking it a little bit. And then I was like, I have to, and I noticed a huge difference once I stopped, but I was exhausted 24 seven. I wasn't even taking that much.
0: Yeah. So that's the thing. How much milligrams? Like under five. Okay. Under five. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. But because we see people that take from five to 10 and then they wake up and their melatonin levels go up so much at night that they don't come down in the morning. So you're effectively, your body, your circadian rhythm gets thrown off because your body thinks it's still the nighttime because your melatonin levels could not go to a lower point, to a low point. So then you wake up and you're really groggy and it's just that over, we call it the melatonin overdose. And that's another thing that we are seeing in, you know, 5 to 10% of people that they are just taking this supplement thinking that, you know, oh, it's helping me sleep because I cannot sleep because I'm tired and wired because I had a lot of caffeine during the day because I woke up feeling really tired. And it's this cycle that people get into when they are trying to fix their sleep. And that's another cause for, you know, being really tired and fatigued
1: good to know very important yeah I always joke that my mother thinks she's Gwyneth Paltrow like she got super healthy super into like literally like she thinks she's Gwyneth Paltrow she I took her on a trip last weekend with a bunch of like a work trip and she's out with like her supplement I mean she does labs like she is who even got me into health to begin with but she wasn't like that when we were growing up because she educated herself later in life when she had a lot of health issues and realized, like, because no doctors were listening to her and she thought it was hyper and then she thought it was, like, it went all over the place, Hashimoto's. But now she's like, you need to get ahead of it because you can reverse this at this point, something that I waited too long to do. So what are things in my 20s right now that I can do to, like, reverse, like, specifically Hashimoto's, but I could be anything that's more applicable to the audience?
0: Yeah, and I would say that, like, Look up for those symptoms or those signs from your body on like feeling tired, or like not feeling great about your diet or digestive issues, because that's, those are usually leading indicators for something that may be about to come in your 30s or 40s, right? So, because I totally get it. Listen, I'm also lazy. I'm very motivated. I'm very disciplined. But if I can do something tomorrow, I'll do it, like especially yeah. if it's not work related. My life admin stuff is all over the place. So, you know, everyone do their taxes the last day. Yeah. So I totally get it. Like I am not going to be motivated to work on my preventative health, but like if I see that symptom of fatigue or weight loss or something, you know, that you may feel that it's off, I would say look into that. Cause like you know, again, that could evolve into something greater, but it's also affecting you today, right? Like it is. Mm. Oh, I think, yeah. I'm tired most of the time. Exactly. And for me, like now that, you know, I've been using Bays and I've been just really diligent and disciplined about my nutrition and lifestyle, just because, again, I see my levels and then that also helps me because we, we also have a monitoring plan. Because the way it works is you come in, you tell us whatever you're struggling with, whether fatigue, weight loss, digestive issues, acne, you name it, right? And then based on your answers, we would recommend a test for fifty nine ninety five, And then based on or an expanded test, if you are not price sensitive and you want to do four or five from the get-go to have a more comprehensive nutritional plan. And then from there, we would pinpoint what hormone, vitamin, and nutrient is off, give you that personalized planning app, And basically, we would retest you once or twice just to see that the nutritional plan is working. And then we call it the two to three months improvement plan, depending on how bad you are. It may take three months. But then we go into what we call the monitoring plan, where every three to four to five, six months, we would knock on your door and we would be like, you need to test this thing, whether it's at your PCP or whatever you want or with us, but you need to test this because you had anemia once or, you know, your sugar levels were really off or this hormonal imbalance, and it's time to check it. And that reminder will come depending on, you know, if it's anemia, maybe it may three months, if it's some hormonal imbalances, every four to five. So it's also personalized. But going back to your question, you know, for me, I, I'm using this monitoring system to see when I'm cheating too much mm-hmm. to course correct, and this is helping me to, like, have energy all the time and, you know, feel good about my diet and also understand how can I cheat in a way that kind of works for my body. And honestly, it just, it makes such a difference because it's not that I am preventing those issues that you were talking about, because I did have pre-diabetes and I reverted that. Uh, I had some thyroid imbalances because of my keto and fats not being properly balanced. And I reverted that without medication, but long story short, it is great that I got it to work on these issues early on when they were just fatigue or just some issues with my weight loss journey or with my diet, because I feel great today. But also I'll, you know, hopefully continue to feel this this way as I continue to, you know, to grow up.
1: I have two questions before I forget. So the first one, from the time I'm going to do the health one, from the time that I, I get my test, which I think is actually at my house in Texas right now. I do my at-home labs and then I send it. What is the timeline between when like results are in and there's a comprehensive plan? Five days. Oh my God, that's so fast. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We are actually on top of our labs, always, you know, yelling at them uh, to make sure that they release results in time. It's even faster if people go to Quest, which I... I prefer to do it at home because it's a hassle to go in. Although you can go in with the base app and walk in because we have a a strong partnership with them. But if you send mail that back in, it's five days because it takes a couple of days to get to the lab. But then we are actually our ops team every day call the lab to check on them on like results that are due to be released. And then our medical team that reviews the, because a physician needs to always review those results. So they batch review it and then they do it like the day off as well that we got those results to make sure that we get results in time for people. And it's five business days, not five natural days. No, So that's crazy. Yeah. Okay,
1: I'm afraid to ask the second one. What are your thoughts on alcohol?
0: Well, I mean, we all know that it's not great. It's yeah, <laughs> so a yeah. general, general rule of thumb, but I do drink alcohol and I do it in a way that I figure out a way that works for me and my body, which is, you know, I drink tons of water when I'm going out because I didn't drink for a year or a year and a half. And then I think it was really stressed.
1: (laughs) You know, like, no, I didn't drink for two years. And I'm like, I regret that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I
0: I am right there with you because I think that the mental stress that I add it on top of myself by saying, no, not going out with my friends because I don't drink. Yeah. And all of that effectively, you know, I'm going to give you the scientific hypothesis here, but I think I was actually indeed releasing less serotonin and adrenaline and, and the happy hormones, right? That actually are really good for your body and health. Because I had this thing, like, you know, always worry, like, no, it's not good for your health. And now what I do is like, listen, I don't drink every day. I drink... On Friday when I go out with my friends and What do you drink when you go out? Like what's your order? Well, so I typically stay always away from sugary drinks. So yeah. any cocktail that has like pineapple and fruit and like you know a ton of sugar, like I stay away from that. Although I do like Aperol Spritzes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then what I do is I have vitamin C the supplement before I go out. I drink a lot a lot of water so I dilute the alcohol in my body you know, is able to process it better. You'll be proud of me. I do have a water in between each drink. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I do the same. It's a rule of thumb. I feel good about
1: that one. Okay, keep going.
0: (laughs) And then like a, you know, like a couple of cups when I go back home too, just to make sure. And then I have this supplement that is coconut charcoal. It's a common supplement when you have something that, you know, food poisoning or anything related to that. It's, It's a soft one. So I actually have coconut charcoal when I get back home and the water vitamin C and coconut charcoal, I think is the perfect combination because I haven't been hangover in a really long time. Unless, you know, I don't know, it's a crazy night and we do shots too. And, you know, like I have my drinks uh, really quickly. I am typically not hangover and I'm doing sports the morning after. So,
1: you are speaking my language with this hangover cure. Like I <laughs> will be ordering all of this. So when I drink mainly in Texas, we have ranch waters, yeah. which it's so you go, tequila, lime juice for those who don't know. That's mainly what I stick to. But I try to I I went two years not drinking at all. I think I had like two drinks in that period of time. I operate in like extremes in certain areas of my life, like not in like a not luckily, not in like a food way or a health way, but just in like a mindset on certain things. And it hasn't, I'm grateful it hasn't affected my like relationship with food, but it has in like being obsessed with work or I'm not drinking or, I, you know, just certain lifestyles. So for me personally, I think that not drinking for two years wasn't the best thing for me. But yeah, when I went back, I've gone through phases. I'm drinking less than I was maybe like a few months ago but I do the water in between each and then I do ranch waters normally. And then I'll do like a mark every once in a while. But that's mainly what I do. My my real thing that's killing me, I think, hangover health-wise is my frozen marks. I know they're not great for me, but I love a good frozen mark and Texas is 100 degrees. So like, I've got to do something. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. I think that sometimes like, again, like we are humans. It's a marathon, not sprint. And it's just figuring out how to go about certain you know, life pleasures, because the same thing for me, right? Like, I just, sometimes I also go out and my friends, you know, I'm, I'm 31, about to be 32, my friends still like to do shots, like, kill me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I always say, no, but there's always that night yeah. that we are out dancing and why not? And, you know, like, it's just, it's fine. Like, uh, I totally get it, because I know, like, a good strawberry frozen margarita, mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely a weakness for me, too, but... I found another drink that it's also refreshing and sweet and less, yeah. you know, less, less heavy than a frozen margarita, which is, you know, I mentioned apple spritzes. Yeah. So I go with that. So it's always about finding those hacks to mm-hmm. to get around. How
1: do you keep a like, healthy mindset and a healthy, almost relationship with health? Because I feel like, especially in our 20s, a lot of girls will either fixate on maybe weight loss and that can be like a trigger Anytime I talk about how things online, I feel like I have to be very careful because I don't want it to end up being like a negative thing. So when you're tracking, when you're taking care of it, which I think taking care of your health is great as long as you have a good relationship with it, obviously. How do you manage to keep a healthy mindset and also a healthy relationship with taking care of yourself, but overall health?
0: Are you talking about guilt in yeah, maybe guilt,
1: example. like maybe if you're tracking something more, maybe you're hard on yourself, you're, tr- you're, you know, you're
0: guilting yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, right, we were talking about when we stopped drinking and mm-hmm. we became obsessed mm-hmm. with that for, yep. it seems like it went for over a year in, yeah. in, you know, in both of our cases. I think the way to go about it is honestly like reflecting a ton on when you feel great and when you don't feel great with yourself, which checking in with yourself on that level, it's super important. And that's what led me to also learn and identify when things were not working. Because sometimes understanding that you cannot be perfect, you're not a robot. So the same way that we were talking about that you love frozen margaritas and that I love April spritzes, right? And it's understanding about you know, maybe limiting that, uh, that amount or potentially looking for replacements in some some situations. And I call it the eighty twenty rule, right? Like mm-hmm. try to stick to the good thing for 80% of the times and then 20% it's okay to cheat, right? So you lower those expectations because if not, then you're like, you know, if I'm striving for 90 or 100, I've already failed. So I might as well just quit. And you also may feel super guilty. I have so many you know, so many friends that, to your point about weight loss, they feel so bad about doing something that is just not good for your body. And I think just taking the, the lesson, right, and just continue to go. You know, as a literally like applying what we call artificial intelligence, but <laughs> to your life, just like okay, this this didn't work for you. You couldn't have done better because if you would have done be- if you could have done better, you would have. If you could have not eaten that cookie you have not eaten the cookie, right? But if you did, it's because you didn't have the emotional tools and knowledge on like how you were going to feel and, you know, and and you just did it. So just take the learning for next time. And, you know, eventually you'll get to a point that you would move away from those decisions naturally and organically. And it's just kind of at least that was my journey. And you mentioned tracking. I think that tracking helps you to get the information and make things easier. But then the psychology component of understanding that you will go by the book, at least if you strive for 80% and not 100, that's where the key lays. At least for me, it's it's how we're thinking about it.
1: Perfect. think that was great. Last thing I want to talk about. Do you have any healthy habits or routines that you've picked up throughout your own health journey that have made like maybe the biggest impact?
0: Well, definitely that water between, you yeah. know, <laughs> drinks, <laughs> that's a great one. When I'm getting sick, I take one gram to two grams of vitamin C in the morning. I, when I'm feeling stress, I take CBD. Do that you have o- a favorite brand? Well, you know, the, the drink Recess. Yeah, love Recess. Yeah. yeah, I have one can at night. Not during the day, because then, you know, yeah. like I'm like sluggish and, you know, not super sharp. But at night, it's it really I put it in the
1: wine glass to, like, act like it's wine and at night. I do all that. I love recess.
0: Yeah. Nice. That's a great idea. And then I guess when I am getting my period as well, like, I try to not to skip a workup because then Same. that between hormonal imbalances and not working out or not. And it doesn't need to be, like, work extremes workout. It can just be movement. So go out for a one-hour walk, figure something out. But you need to move. If not, I started to get really anxious and stressed out. Yeah. Doing that when I'm PMSing is pretty important.
1: I make sure the first day I'm working out immediately and I keep it up or else I'm like, I'm not a human for five days, you know? Yeah, exactly. It really makes a big difference. Okay, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, Where can they find you and how can they also order base for themselves?
0: Yeah, so on Instagram, get underscore base. Hi at get-base.com or our website, get-base.com. We are... Really on top of any health questions that you may have that you want to send us via DM on Instagram or the site or email. And then they can also find me, Lolita Priego, on Instagram or Twitter. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, use code you at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. As always, you can watch the show on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you soon.